0: Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're gonna make a little detour So absurd, so questionable Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos
1: Expect the detour
2: You look you look like a middle-aged man that just got fired from his job (laughs) It's the day after you got fired and you're just in, you're like, I'm just in gym shorts at a polo. He put on the polo
0: because he knows that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has no reason to have yeah. it on though. Yeah. That's that's it just, just a muscle right. memory at he's that point. He's gonna drink
2: a six pack and cry today. What does he what does he <laughs> have to do today?
0: Yeah, yeah you like a used car salesman. What car would you put Zach in today? <laughs> Zach, let me let me let me tell you Zach's situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint you a picture Read as he walks out, up. Mm-hmm. Zach's a father of four. He's going we through d- a, he's going through a rocky divorce. No. He's making it rocky. Don't it's it, <laughs> yeah, it's completely my it's fault. It's all it's all his fault. He's a forklift operator by day. By night, he's a part time security guard at Marshalls. <laughs> what kind of ride are you putting him in?
1: Now I've seen this one before.
0: Yeah, weekly. You've seen that before? Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's. A story told all too often. Now, yeah, it sounds like Alan needs to come up with a better story.
0: <laughs> Here, I was thinking I was tailoring this to you. <laughs> yes.
1: Now, in the used car industry, this is uh, this is what we call a dime Tuesday. a dozen. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
2: we got another divorcee, another divorcee, four, sometimes five kids. I had five. It's four
1: now, though. We didn't get to St. Jude fast enough. Right, we're not going to dive oh. into that. Oh. <laughs> We had to stop for ice cream for the other four. (laughs) She's not really an emergency situation, but... (laughs) We had to stop and get a new car. We stopped here. He just just passed. So he's still there. You need to carry him. All right. You're still with a body. Um, Well, for that kind of situation, divorcee, four kids, and a body. I'm going to have to... Say we got a nice Ford F one fifty back there. Oh, see, okay. okay, I can do a
2: Ford F one fifty.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The doors, three different colors.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. I still so with you though. I can yeah. I can handle Tailgate, three different colors. A different color than the doors. Okay, sure. You could have called that a fifth door, but it's fine.
1: Yeah. And then there is a cover on the, the truck bed. Nice. So you could those it, are expensive. Yeah, you could throw the body back there. But it is just a tarp. <laughs> so your four will, will fit in and then the body will fit in the back and mm. it'll be covered, safe from the elements. But I'm not gonna tie. Down, They're just gonna get a bounce around. Yeah, there. yeah. You just tie it at the one, the two front parts, and yeah. then it just flaps in the wind, kind of like a cape. Yeah. And, uh, you okay. Put it. Oh, you're man. talking about the covers, still? Okay. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally bad boy will roll around back now there. i'm looking at the truck here it has also has four different tires on it yeah different varying sizes. sizes yeah yeah so and treads we call that the step up program okay um we start with a 13 inch rim mm-hmm. uh we move up to an 18 inch yeah then a 22 and then a 26 um just so you know what each one feels like okay that way whenever <laughs> you can decide on a tire size that you think fits well for you and your F one fifty and your four uh used to be five kids. I have
2: to drive it first before I tell you. Mm-hmm. I can't just be like I want the twenty twos.
1: No, 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 no. You gotta drive <laughs> it. You got you gotta buy it with all four and then come back for the ones you I have buy. to buy the tires from you? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're already on the truck. It's a non negotiable.
2: Now you said this is an F one fifty, which the, mm-hmm. the grill does Indicate that it's a Ford, but you go around
1: back and it has a Chevy emblem on the tailgate. Now, is this from a what I'm confused? So, it's a Ford F 150 engine, it is a Chevy SS 10 body frame. Oh no,
0: <laughs> so it's kind of a Frankenstein's monster of a truck. F-150 you're, is you're, not you're, incorrect. Fitting, you're fitting a dad and four kids and a body <laughs> and an S 10?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you could do it. They're small kids. Depends um, on how you stack them. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I know a, f- a good fit when I
2: see it. Now, I don't know if you <laughs> notice, my kids are very fat. Uh-huh. We call this one Meat Stick. Say
0: hi, Meat Stick. Always, I, I guess that brings us to the the obvious follow up question: What are the Meat Stick's siblings' names? <laughs> <laughs> These obese lard butts of kids. <laughs> uh, this one is Hambone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> show your show them your love handles, Hambone. Look at the
1: front seat of an S (laughs) ten. It'll it'll lean one (laughs) direction. I got two more. (laughs) You have three more. (laughs) (laughs) He really keeps forgetting about that one. (laughs) He's still here with us. He's he's, not with us, but he's he's with us. He's not with (laughs) us. (laughs) He's not cold yet. So. (laughs) If Zach leaves now, I think he could save him. <laughs> He's really not in any hurry, either. He's asking so many questions about the vehicle. Um, the third one is McCankle. Mm-hmm, that's... Very, kind of gave one of the Irish spin on it. Yeah. Did you name these kids before they were born, or did you let it's them It's one of the reasons I'm getting divorced. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, we you secretly we... legally changed their names yeah. to Hambo, yeah, yeah, McCankle,
0: yeah, yeah. and Meatstick. Meatstick?
2: <laughs> meat that's three, right? I have one that's more. That's three. Well... That's three. Well... I depends. have four. I have four plus one. That's five. The, the, fifth, still one, gotta say the fifth one, we're going to go from here and buy the tombstone. But the mm. fourth, I still have a, one more, right? I have one more that's yeah. here with us. Mm-hmm. Right. And his name is Big Frank. Just call him Big Frank. <laughs> Big you... Frank sounds like
0: he's got a real good handshake.
1: Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> and
0: he, yeah, a little sweaty, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's a working man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, it's in Big Frank. So a very rotund group of children. Mm-hmm. They'll still fit in the the truck you're trying to sell me. The, the suspension's going to be low. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be it's going to yeah, be on the ground unintentionally. Be a load rider,
1: which is perfect for the S10. And it's not the truck 99.
2: style of the classy folk. Yeah, yeah. How many miles is on the F150 engine?
1: Probably like four hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> I think oh is the last time we checked. Okay, this has been a, a while since times. you checked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess my final my final question is how much are you selling it for? Well, in today's market, these are hard to come by. Trucks and hold
0: their value, too. They, I they mean. do.
1: you seen the value of an S10 lately? you seen the value of an F-150? We just combined those two prices. <laughs> yeah, you have about you six got. different trucks combined into this one truck, yeah. so it's probably going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. We're selling it for at least 110,000.
0: 110, yes. Yeah. Don't look for a Carfax because I don't think I don't think this no, one has don't one. Don't
1: touch Kelly Blue Book either. And the amount uh, of
2: vehicles that has been combined into this one vehicle. If I look for a Carfax, it might as well be a manual. Yeah. Like, There's just so many pages. All right. Uh, well, how much is interest?
1: Uh, it's probably like eight percent right now.
2: Oh, that's okay. Clarity. That's
1: that's it's pretty normal. I mean, it's very <laughs> <pretty> normal. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> At least there's know. some sanity within this yeah, I'm not a this <laughs> double-wide
2: trailer in the middle of a parking lot that you call a car dealership. You run a tight ship. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to buy it because I need need to be able to carry my four kids and
1: plenty of bed space.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think Meatstick is out there just eating hot chocolate powder. in yeah, the Yeah, just kind of let him do that. Ugh. Otherwise, he'll start crying. And we don't know if you ever seen a fat kid cry. It's hilarious. How do you take a How do you take a fat kid crying seriously? Maybe. All right. Well, uh, Meatstick, Big Frank, uh, McCankles, the other one. I don't remember. It's hard to remember four names. All right, That's y'all tough. under yeah. y'all understand. Yeah.
1: Imagine remembering five. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, thankfully, I don't have to. We don't. <laughs>
2: I remember. I remember. It's going to be fun trying to come up with the uh, the name on the tombstone. But uh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for selling me a car, Evan. That was, yeah, I can see why you're dressed the way you are. You're welcome. All right. Well, uh, let's get into something more serious. Let's do some Is hypotheticals. the word? <laughs> let's do some <laughs> hypotheticals.
0: <laughs> Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question?
1: I guess I I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question.
0: All right. So our first hypothetical is what would you do as an airline pilot to give your passengers the best traveling experience? You're an airline pilot. Got kind of a hearty mustache. I would hearty Hardy mustache up in the cockpit of a Spirit <sighs> Airlines flight. God, with all those buttons. What are you doing? What are you doing to help him out?
1: You know, airline travel can be nerve wracking for a lot of people. It can be. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially uh, flying. People especially. are afraid of flying.
2: And I bet with Evan at the helm, yeah. the, the yoke of that airplane, who, who needs to be nervous? Exactly. That's kind of the spirit I'm shooting for. Whenever you're I'm. Sh- you're shooting for spirits. <laughs> are you dead. taking shots in the cockpit? <laughs> Are you That's tough? Do you believe your plane is haunted and you're just kinda taking some pop shots at them
1: No, no, no. My plane is not haunted. Of course I demystify my plane before it goes down. I sanitize it with uh some burnt sage. Like any good pilot. Around. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the sure. fact,
2: in fact, that probably like American Airlines and Delta probably doesn't do that
0: enough. I don't they I don't really think they don't.
2: do. It, it seems like we get on those planes too fast. We we don't
0: we don't do enough praying. Exactly. Some enough exorcisms before we hop on one of those. I think we all know a good exorcism lasts about two hours. <laughs> we're not sitting at the gate that long I don't think. Yeah, I think lot usually we're on it. the plane qu- pretty yeah. quickly. If I know one thing
1: you don't rush an exorcism. No. Mm, no. Never once. If you do you like multiply the demons or something. Something uh, like that. <laughs> I'm not an expert. but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway my plane never has any spirits on it. Uh, No ghosts, no ghouly figures. That's good. That'll help me be less nervous when I fly. (laughs) Exactly. So that's the first thing I do. Uh, Second thing, yes, I am still shooting from the cockpit. (laughs) Of course. Sure. I open the little window, front right, that slides, you know. You're doing (laughs) (laughs) drive-bys? You're doing (laughs) airplane drive-bys. And everyone knows... Clouds aren't a real thing. Clouds? clouds are ghostly figures that have come ah. back to haunt and kind of loom over us. Yeah. Sky literally spirits. and figuratively. The sky spirits. Sky spirits. So anytime we get about, you know, 30,000 mm. feet trying to get up to cruising altitude, you got to break through a cloud or two. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anytime the nose of my plane is kind of breaking the seal Oof. in a cloud, yeah. I open my window. I get out my little Gatling gun. <laughs> that has to be a dramatic... <laughs> That has to be a very dramatic event of
2: you opening a window at 30,000 feet the in the pressure air. pressure shift. A lot of man. And lots of papers flying around the cockpit. A
1: lot of papers flying. Uh, not, <laughs> don't wear glasses. You've uh, lost I'm many a co-pilot on. through yeah. a window. Well, somebody has to work the Gatling gun that is now pointed out the window. Sure. So, That's not you, though. No, no. Of course I get my co-pilot. I'm busy flying Fine. the plane. Yeah. I'm a pilot. Yeah. It's a co-pilot's duty, obviously. <laughs> They put the Gatling gun up to the window and they start firing yeah, into yeah, the yeah. clouds. Yeah, 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 Of course. Does it make a difference? I like to think so. Yeah. Uh, there's no immediate result. We've never not made it through the clouds. One battle at a time. One mm-hmm. battle at a time. And,
2: I mean, you've always said that clouds are probably sky spirits. Every every morning you wake up you know, like, look, there's... A I take a pop shot of, into the sky. Lots, lots of cloud spirits today. Yep. You You became a pilot in
1: an effort only to fight the, the good fight. Yeah, fight the fight against the sky spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, And like you said, it, it, it's one battle of time the great war still raging <laughs> what do your passengers usually think as pressure drops in there
2: in in the cabin and all of a sudden they just uh, minigun starts firing yeah do
0: they, do they hold the same viewpoint as you that these clouds are such a, a nuisance
1: well, i like to think so i give them a heads up right before i come on yeah what do you say i say uh, oh how we doing folks oh, this is your pilot speaking trying coming to up on take him out to dinner? dinner spirits <laughs> <laughs> yeah why are you so sultry I'm trying to comfort them, you know? Oh, okay. I want them to be enveloped by my voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah folks we got a sky spirit coming up on our left we're uh reaching our cruising altitude here but first we're gonna take a couple pop shots at these clouds just to try to wean them out you, you know
2: and you by pop shot you, you mean spirit.
1: about three thousand rounds per minute three thousand rounds per minute from a <laughs> 1886 gatling gun <laughs> that is hand cranked by my co-pilot oh it's, oh, it's like a civil war gatling gun yeah 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 and no one be alarmed you may feel a slight shift in pressure uh, within the cabin but this is normal for when we open a window and start firing rounds out uh do not be alarmed you will hear gunfire and we may not make it out alive but that's okay oh um we're gonna make it through these 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 clouds spirits, these sky spirits so no one be alarmed
2: that mean i'm relaxed i would be so relaxed i had to go right back to reading
1: my kindle yeah after yeah. that yeah and then you feel that slight shift in air pressure yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> i get it barely but noticeable hard yeah. time breathing you know, yeah <laughs> Yeah: the mask. You just put on the mask. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, we try to make it as comfortable as possible. Yeah,
2: so. sky spirits. I don't know the consistency of them normally, but generally speaking, they're just kind of water vapor, scientifically. Despite what sure. Evan says, uh, but, <laughs> where do the bullets go? Where are you have you ever heard? Have you heard of news articles or news events of just raining bullets on small
1: towns as you're firing that Gatling gun? I've never looked into it. I always just assume they get stuck into the cloud ah, uh, okay. like a. You normal don't bullet subscribe word. to a lot of small town newspapers. <laughs> I try
2: not to. <laughs> that makes sense. Some Smithtown, Oklahoma, that has just. Looks like Swiss cheese yeah. because of you. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be casualties in war. Yep. <laughs> I'm prepared for that. Are you? Seems like it's a one-sided <laughs> war. If a cloud that you're flying into kind of moves out of the way of your plane, do you call that cumulo nimble?
1: <laughs> so stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. <laughs> Kind of inch up towards these cumulo nimble clouds, and (laughs) they see us coming, and they start, you know, shifting off to the left left or right. And (laughs) we're like, ah, that boy is cumulo nimble. (laughs) He may be puffy, but he is fast.
0: When you see those clouds and you're you're approaching them, and you roll down that window, do you ever crank up the song "Spirit in the Sky"? Just (laughs) just
1: just just when while while you're getting the gun ready. Yeah, that's anytime we. Go to unload on a cloud, mm-hmm. then obviously we start cranking spirit in the sky, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout the cabin, yeah, mm-hmm. throughout right, the here. Cabin. Obviously, you're not dead, so
2: your planes make it safely to wherever they're going, so success, <laughs> I would say. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, there you go. If anybody wants to fly with Evan, you uh, you work for Spirit Airlines, ironically, I work for uh, Malaysia 370. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> It explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. It explains a lot. Malaysia Airlines.
0: All right, Alan. Al, if anybody's going to be a pilot in this room, it's going to be yeah. Alan. Yeah, it is. I started piloting hot air balloons at the ripe old age of nine. Oh, yeah. It's really, it, it started my love for, for aviation. Um. So what I do is before I ever fly my plane, um, I kind of like to think of a plane as just a big bird. Sure. So what I do is I build nests. Really big nests. Yeah, like bird nests. Like like bird nests, yeah. Okay, So when I get up in the plane, we're reaching about 30,000 feet. I have on my map here, hand-drawn, scribbled uh, where my nest approximately <laughs> yeah. is. You don't, you don't put coordinates into like a GPS. It's just kind of a rough scribble. What's a coordinate? Someone missed a class. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a good pilot. So yeah, I, I, like, I kind of just guesstimate sort of approximately where that nest is. And I just take an immediate nosedive yeah. down. My goal is to eventually land one of these metal birds into one of my nests. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't happened yet. It has not happened yet. It'd be nice to get close. <laughs> um generally when you when you don't when you don't exactly know where the nest is, you're sort of flying blind. Yep, yeah. Um That's and wh- that is also because I wrap a mask around my head, (laughs) kind of like fly blind, like a Jedi. Yeah, you want want to be able to feel where those. Well, it's kind of
1: like how you sleep with a with the iPad. That's right. That's Blindfold on. So I mean, it's because you're asleep. Yeah, you try to kind of take a little take a nap.
0: It would be too easy. I think to land that plane awake with my yeah. eyes open. Yeah, absolutely. So what I do is I like to add a little bit of a little bit of challenge. I mean, a challenge and some difficulty. Yeah. No vision, no consciousness. Really. I mean, I'm a, I'm asleep essentially. Sure. So yeah. I mean, I, I could I could land the plane in that makeshift nest all day. With so easy when I'm awake and my eyes yeah. are open. Yeah. That's that's child's play, really. But now, how do you, how does this make it better for your passengers? <laughs> Well, I don't like to think that it makes it better for them. Okay, <laughs> that's good because, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't care what they think. When I'm in the air, mm-hmm. it's just me and that metal bird and my co-pilot. I'm starting to think you don't actually yeah. believe pa- planes are real, and you <laughs> legitimately think you are piloting a giant metal bird. A weird person to become a commercial pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very tough. Uh, I, I've I've actually never flown a plane before. Okay, just metal birds. Just just metal birds. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So what are the people? What do you think the people are in this metal bird? Like, are these going to be like your baby chicks once you land in the nest? Yeah. Oh, so it that
0: was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And procreation.
1: You're going to feed them from your mouth.
0: Oh. God. <laughs> so when we when we land in this in this nest, and well, I'm, not yet. I'm almost positive <laughs> what, yeah, that what, we the will. The plan for when you do the yeah, plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure it'll happen eventually one day. Um, and then the the passengers, I'll I'll begin to care about them then. Oh, okay. Yeah. They'll be like little chicks in a nest and I'll, I'll raise them. Okay. Um, I'll feed them from our uh, airplane mini bar. They'll, After
1: it's been ingested by you and then mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. thrown up so into I'll their mouth. So I'll take a
0: lot of airplane bottles and peanuts and pretzels and just mix <laughs> that all together and just just gargle it around in my mouth. And then I go, you know dinner time. <laughs> so they all sort of line up yeah. in a single file line in the nest and uh, just come over and so really, serve them.
2: So really it's benefiting your passengers because you're giving them a father
0: figure <laughs> and somebody to take care of them Yeah, in yeah. a giant nest. People who fly frontier airlines, they don't feel good about themselves. Yeah, They need somebody to take they, care of them. If, if, they, if they cared about themselves at all, they'd fly a better airline. I take people who are already pretty well. Week and I, I give them that father figure. What do you normally say over
2: the inner the intercom? Hypothetical, hypothetical. I, I realize I realize birds don't have intercoms, but what do you, you have to talk to your passengers. How do, what do you normally say to them like before
1: the, the dive? The nervous system, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Do The rest yeah. of the body. Yeah. I say. uh
0: morning, passengers. This is your captain speaking. We are reaching uh, 30,000 feet altitude, and we will be taking a sharp turn downwards. <laughs> Hope you guys are ready for dinner. We're going to have a lot of mixed up pretzels and nuts. <laughs> Uh, looks like a, I think I saw them stocking the mini bar up. Looks like they've got vodka and coke. So, if you've been wondering how that all tastes at the same time, being digested and then brought back up through someone's mouth, well, you're about to find out. See you guys at the nest.
2: <laughs> you're like, if you'll look out the front windows, you'll see the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this is the one. <laughs> What's their normal reactions? Fear. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. Well, I mean they're ignorant. That's why you're the pilot, you know what's going on. Yeah. They they don't know. Once once we get there and I've in a sense saved them and provided food and nourishment for them, they will they won't be afraid anymore. It's uh it'll be admiration.
2: Yeah, once you <laughs> once you crash the plane and strand them and then you're able to then provide for them
0: they'll look to me as a as a hero yeah
2: you know you know forget pilot sully yeah. pilot no, allen's no. going to be the pilot, new name pilot
0: allen anybody anybody it's, let me just say this. they call him captain <laughs> Anybody can land a plane on the Hudson River. Right. You just got to land it there. Yeah. You just got to do it. Got to hit a couple geese and just do it. Yeah. Nobody else has tried, so that's why <laughs> nobody else has ever done it before. <laughs> it takes a lot of skill to land a plane in a makeshift nest and raise the crew as you're young. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's some real skills. Step over, Sully. <sighs> yeah.
2: If Sully, right There's in. A... Tell us what you're doing uh, now that uh, Alan's taken your your glory. I'd say Sully can retire. Is Sully still alive? I don't know
1: if Sully's still alive.
2: I would assume. He didn't die in
1: a plane crash. He did not die in a plane crash. <laughs> Can't say I've the heard. same for those birds, though. Yeah. <laughs> the non middle ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. right <laughs> That's what I brought. (laughs) That's what you have and that's what you said.
2: Well, my tactic toward being a captain of of a plane is this. And I I, I realize that a lot of people do tend to be afraid and they tend to be anxious. Well, I'm going to pump a concoction of gases through the plane's ventilation system. Mm -hmm. Initially, it's going to be laughing gas. I'm going to pump it, you know, the white smoke that you see coming out of the the ventilation as you're starting to take off, that's going to be laughing gas at first. And that's going to give everybody a hoot. Everybody's going to be cracking up and laughing at everything. We're going to be having such a great time. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to forget that you're ever anxious. The next gas is going to be sleeping gas. It's going to knock them out. They, they won't even know that they're on a plane anymore. I mean, who doesn't love a good laugh and a nap, right? Yeah, I know I do. Yeah, every, who doesn't? It's and then like two things I do. Laugh and nap. And then once they're asleep, I'll unbuckle their seatbelts. I didn't put it on all. Autopilot, it's just gonna kinda figure itself mm-hmm, out. Yeah. They call it lift for a reason, right? That's how the plane gets in the air. Sure. Go L-Y-F-T?
1: Yeah. L-Y-F-T? yeah, the car service. It's the car service, yeah. You hire a lift driver to take the
0: <laughs> take the plane while you go he's back just, and unbuckle them. Yeah, he's just a nineteen year old kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lewis <laughs> Lewis just hold the yoke, Lewis. I'll I'll be right back. Drives a ninety-five Honda Accord. Now <laughs> he's driving a I'm like it's a few more buttons in here, Lewis, than your your Accord. All right, Lewis Let's is stoned right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know,
2: <laughs> it makes great for somebody just holding a holding a yoke. I'll go unbuckle. Like I said, I'll go unbuckle the uh, the passengers, and I'll go back, take it back. I'll start doing barrels and flips. Those passengers are bouncing all over the cabin, right? Just hitting. There's there's a. Uh, suitcases are falling out of the overhead compartments and they're just bouncing around when while they're asleep i don't want to i don't want to land the plane i think it's inefficient and what most of the people on my airline doesn't know is i have a plane like one of those military cargo planes that just opens up at the back with a big door Mm -hmm. i let them out i just they
1: (laughs) they all start
2: i i put i put backpacks filled with uh, uh parachutes in
0: them Right. I'm not crazy. At least I think they're parachutes. Now, Zach, I'm seeing there is an empty box of hefty garbage bags. Oh, yes. Yeah. In the floor. Is yeah. that what you used as parachutes? It is
2: what I normally use for parachutes. Again, I'm for efficiency. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> land the plane. And I will kind of cut costs. And now we're using hefty garbage bags. Sure.
1: Sure. Uh, they work okay. What's the success rate on that?
2: Uh, it's not a lot, but I have a lot of success at getting hefty great
1: advertising. That's a little bit of a win. Yeah.
2: Said so I'll put paint in the backpacks instead of a. Instead of a hefty bag, mm-hmm. and you know when the those sleeping individuals finally hit the ground, it makes a
0: great art yeah. exhibit. It just yeah, I, I'm gonna red. be a well known artist one day. I wouldn't worry too much about the red paint yeah. if I were you. No, <laughs> yeah. I think that's gonna come naturally. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Heavy in supply. <laughs>
0: shows you that i wear many hats i'm a pilot i'm an artist i'm a murderer so when you get their bodies ready to fall out of the back of the cargo plane th- that's your artist mode are you wearing like a like a artist hat yeah and a One smock those, uh, yeah, yeah. wearing a smock
2: and a, a, ber- a, beret. a beret that's beret. what i'm thinking yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah wearing a smock and a beret and you, you know a little color palette yeah color and I'm speaking in a little french accent mm-hmm. and i'm talking telling Lewis to keep that <laughs> got hold the yolks anyway why i pile up these sleeping individuals
1: but
0: lewis thinks that there's a third person back there talking because you're now doing a bad french accent yes.
1: <laughs> he's like where did that pilot go it's, it's a frenchman back here <laughs> now hmm? if i may one suggestion before you sure i i i constructive criticism What well, before you release your passengers into the sky well <laughs> i'm releasing them to the ground yeah well they're in the sky at one point. So I would suggest another gas, and that be tear gas, to wake them up while they're flying out. That's good. So they, oh, okay. you know, yeah. you can see the tears <laughs> in their eyes as they fall. You're, you're going a little more serious. You want them to know they're about <laughs> to hit death. Well, I just think as someone who... Has professed to the hobby of murdering. That mm. may be something that you care about. So I think the the amount of
2: wind that hits your sleeping face as you plummet. I think it'll wake you up. It'll yeah. probably also
0: make you cry too.
1: Well, yeah. I, I will. <laughs> well, you well, could I tear gas cry. them so I, they they know what's happening. The wind would blow all the tear gas out of their eyes, so they would you know be They'll able, be to, able see to see the see ground. Yeah, yeah, as it approaches quickly and I back. think
0: dropping out of a cargo hold of a plane thirty thousand feet in the air is kind of like nature's tear gas. <laughs> Say, Zach, save that money. Don't invest in tear gas. Well, I, I like the tear gas idea. I think I'm just going to employ it. I'm just going to tear gas.
2: I'm going to drop tear gas out with the individuals. <laughs> it'll be like a Vietnam, Vietnam yeah. scene. I'll uh-huh. play, play fortunate son as uh, as everybody's, it'll be, it'll be just like a Vietnam scene.
0: People are jumping yeah. out of planes, rolling out of planes, trying getting, to deploy parachutes. Yeah. <laughs> when you do the barrel rolls, do you play, uh, uh, Kenny Loggins danger zone? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do. And, you know, oh, it's a sight watching those sleeping individuals bounce around the plane. But I, I think, really, in the end, the passengers are not afraid to fly because they're either laughing or asleep or dead. They made it to the ground. They did make it to the— it, not, Nowhere when you buy a plane ticket is there any stipulation that you should actually make it to the ground alive. It is kind of understood, but,
0: you know. So what what airline do you fly for? <laughs>
2: I drive, I fly for United uh, because at the end, the uh, the passengers are united with the ground, mm, okay. almost at a molecular level. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen some, somebody fall? Some from, might say. Have you ever seen somebody say. fall from thirty thousand feet? Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you hit the ground. You become one with the ground. Mm-hmm. Is what the Native Americans talked about.
0: And they, if I remember correctly, they had a lot to say about airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think when they were walking on the trail, they were like, "Man, we should have flown." <laughs> use my travel
2: miles on this. <laughs> they were crying too. Speaking of that, I like to release my passengers one at a time, and we call that the trail of tears. <laughs> oh man, uh, we'll stop. We'll stop with that. Uh, <laughs> Probably a good place to yeah. Well, <laughs> a know, good place to cut it off. Sounds good. But uh yeah that's how we pilot i i I feel like why wouldn't anybody want to fly with us? we We'll get you where to where you're going, whether that be you know, Denver or to heaven. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll get you there, most likely the second one. <laughs> we'll put that in the fine print, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> may not make it to destination. um but anyway, it's it's a very exciting segment for us because this next segment really lets you in. On what we do outside of the studio. Mm-hmm. This next segment is uh, a segment where we read news articles about, usually Alan, but actually this time around, Evan has a news news article from the New York Times about all three of us and something we did this past week. So let's hop into that.
0: We
1: interrupt this program for a breaking news story. Breaking news. Hold on. This is breaking news. So, found a little little excerpt about us in the New York Times about some stuff we've been doing this week. I feel special, because usually it's Alan in it,
2: but now it's, it's me too. I, I'm well, we've excited. Been,
1: we've been making an effort to uh, do
0: things more together, yeah. aside from yeah. just record. Team building.
1: Yeah. 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 A little, a little uh, group outings. Which is big for me, because I know that we've said a lot in the past that we're merely acquaintances, mm-hmm. you know, outside of this show. Not much personal connection there, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're making an effort, I gotta say. But anyway, so we got this new story here that I'll read out for us. In a shocking and deeply disturbing incident... Well, that's a great way to start, boys. That's a great way to start for us.
0: <laughs> Not entirely uncommon to this yeah. uh, program, though. <laughs>
1: probably yeah. probably a little dramatic, but we'll see. All right. In a shocking and deeply disturbing incident, three men, Evan, Alan, and Zach, have been apprehended ...for their involvement in a series of unsettling actions targeting grandmothers within a local community. Authorities were alerted to the situation when reports began to emerge of three individuals engaging in bizarre and concerning behavior towards elderly women. Witnesses have described the men as approaching grandmothers on the streets and in local parks, attempting to sell them peculiar and unnecessary items such as neon colored garden gnomes, and oversized rubber duckies. These encounters have left the elderly women feeling confused and vulnerable, as they were pressured into making purchases they didn't want or need. (laughs) Even more troubling are reports of the men organizing unusual gatherings that they dubbed grandmother game shows. (laughs) (laughs) These events allegedly involved subjecting grandmothers to uncomfortable and embarrassing challenges such as reciting nonsensical phrases in public or precipitating participating in awkward dance-offs. The victims were reportedly left feeling humiliated and distressed. Well, if they would have won, they wouldn't be humiliated.
2: That's news to me. They seemed so, so pleased and with
0: what we were doing. The media, we live in a time where the media just spins everything Gosh. in a negative light a lot of fake news of fa- going on it's, this is
1: fake news this they've spun it so poorly i got a little bit left here if you want to hear a little bit more about the investigation oh yeah let's
2: hear about yeah let's hear about it's the investigation make me sick, this is new to
1: us so but I, yeah. uh, we'll hear it all right well let's hear what the investigation has on what they got on us what's the dirt you know as the investigation unfolds authorities are working to ascertain the motives behind these distressing actions Concerned citizens are voicing their outrage at the mistreatment of the elderly calling for justice to be served swiftly local support (laughs) groups have rallied to offer assistance and comfort to the affected grandmothers who are now left grappling with the emotional aftermath of these unsettling (laughs) encounters the community at large is left in shock and disbelief as they try to comprehend how such an appalling series of events could occur occur within their midst. This incident serves as a grim reminder of the need for increased awareness and vigilance in protecting vulnerable members of society from exploitation and mistreatment. They really shook us down, boys. Wow, painted us in a bad light.
0: Here I was thinking that we were three tall pillars of the community, helping out the elderly, and we've yeah. really, we've really just had this spun against us.
1: Yeah, I thought I, we were doing
0: nothing but good. We're we, giving them game shows. We're
1: doing. We're giving them.
2: Ga- they love game shows. Those neon gnomes. The ne- I mean, we have a lot of neon gnomes and, and rubber
0: chickens that we're trying to offload. <laughs> I, I will say, either. we did pressure them pretty hard <laughs> on the gnomes. <laughs> I don't think it's anything they didn't already want. <laughs> Sometimes you have to show people
2: sure. exactly yeah. what they well, They don't know. We know. We yeah, know what they exactly. want. And if you have to
0: use a switchblade knife to let them know,
2: you have to let them know that way. If there's
0: one demographic that we are all in on, it's the, uh, the 65 and up retirement <laughs> women.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Full disclosure, Alan, this was kind of your idea.
2: You saw a need in the community and mm-hmm. you felt what? That old people just too bored too bored yeah close we, to
0: death when we started doing needs for nanas <laughs> i think it was because we saw a lot of just old people depressed that they were old like they were like we do nothing but collect social security checks and play bingo
2: yeah very bored i that I, I think you know we 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 toss around some ideas one was uh, games for gams. Uh huh. Yeah. And that, you know, we tried, we tr- thought that was going to be a good idea. That was a
0: fitness related, uh, that one we did yeah. <laughs> related program. I believe we tried to, we
2: try, we tried to get some grandmothers to do some burpees mm. and pull ups. And now the pull ups were in full disclosure, uh, kind of over a bridge. They weren't just a normal pull up bar at a, at a fitness center. Well,
0: I think that was actually the turnoff is because when they heard pull ups, they were like, no, we're a depends crowd. <laughs> But I mean, we thought because we thought pull-ups would be
2: good to do over a bridge because uh, you know there's nothing that motivates you to pull up than impending death. Yeah. So you know we didn't we didn't think that just a pull-up bar at a fitness center would do it justice.
0: And it wasn't a very tall bridge. Just old people
1: break over <laughs> everything. Yeah. Just the smallest stream. I mean, Evan. Water.
2: Evan did a great job being the the uh, almost like a drill instructor for the
0: military. Mm-hmm. He Put yeah. on the
2: hat. He was yelling obscenities to mm-hmm. grandmothers and kind of m- motivate him. You had to motivate them. You motivated them. Yeah.
0: What were some of the things that you said? Like you yelled at
1: him? <laughs> you gotta pull up. Your skin's more wrinkly than a maggot. You pull up. If you don't pull up, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. <laughs> pull up.
0: Pull up. Oh, you're
2: just kind of giving them facts. Yeah. <laughs> <You're
0: just laughs> this bridge was built in 1971 by the Army Corps of
1: Engineers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they would probably enjoy that fact. Yeah. <laughs> if I know old people, they love yeah. old facts like that. Or That's when there's true. a burn ban. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they love old facts like that. And um, that that motivated him. We didn't have any. We didn't have any Grammy Grammys falling from the bridge. Not a one. They all pulled up. Now that was also because
0: we tied bungee jump bungee mm-hmm. jumping yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: ropes to their waist
0: so yeah. they did fall but none of them hit the ground no no they came back up <laughs> for the most part <laughs> safe yeah couple of dislodged hip but nothing you can't pop back in place but yeah, and right. i think that's just going to be expected when you're dealing with this kind of clientele right yeah. right uh missing dentures dentures
2: it, inertia pulled the dentures right out of their mouth evan why don't you tell us on why we decided on selling uh neon gnomes and Chickens. I I feel like people need to know why we have a
1: surplus of that and why we kind of geared it toward the elderly. I would say the decision was less on was less a decision and more of something that was forced upon us when we discovered a toppled over eighteen wheeler uh, Uh, carrying garden gnomes and rubber chickens. Yeah. Of course, we had to take that. It was Mm -hmm. free. You know. (laughs) You know what they say? If it's toppled in the interstate, then it's free. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be irresponsible for us to leave that there. Exactly. You don't want cars to hit that. Mm -hmm. You don't want. Other people to find it and try to sell it, so it was really on us to find it and sell it.
2: And what was the reason the eighteen wheeler toppled over? Well, you
0: were, you were driving, so I was driving. Yeah, you were driving, so I, you know. By we found it, he means he turned around and saw that it was toppled over. Yeah, yeah. He looked in his rear view mirror,
1: <laughs> saw that it was toppled over. Well, it was late at night, and you know how I like to just swerve through each and every lane uh, as violently as I can when you I'm don't driving look my 18-wheeler. Mar- you don't look in the mirrors. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you just grab 10 and 2 and yeah. just twist it. Yeah, you try to work out your shoulders a little bit, you know, <laughs> sling it to the left, sling it to the right. Yeah, uh, Just see if you can fight the G's. <laughs> <laughs> so grandmas yeah. those G's see
2: if you can fight them now that's because in the back seat Alan was legitimately fighting a grandmother mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: how did that turn out did you win one doesn't really win a fight with a grandmother yeah um, she I had the upper hand and then she scolded me oh got an old, old, old lady scolding she said boy you need to wash behind your ears <laughs> he said you need to eat all your vegetables <laughs> And I remember back when there wasn't no AC in the house And just, just old, things. old, old she just started, things She just started saying a lot of old things to me And like I, you, it just got me off my game she told, she told you that you need to invest
2: in green beans
1: she, <laughs> Green beans yeah. the, the,
2: big, the big
0: market <laughs> that is green beans uh-huh. she, she was really into canned goods um, She actually started telling me I should start canning my own If I can't get into the green bean market oh, There you go, yeah
2: that, That's good advice At least, mm-hmm. you, at least you got good, out good yeah, advice out of yeah. it
1: yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, you were swerving and
2: swerved right in front of an eighteen wheeler. You weren't even looking. You were back there. You were watching Alan fight the gr- mm-hmm. fight an old lady in the back seat, well, and it swerved right in front of the eighteen wheeler. Eighteen wheeler fell. Doors slung open, and there was neon gnomes and big rubber duckies. That, we didn't question no. why there
0: was just loose items in there like that, but but because think. the old lady was there, and we all witnessed her interest in the the items that were just scattered across the interstate. <laughs> I think that's where we kind of came to the came to the conclusion that maybe all old women like (laughs) neon gnomes and rubber chickens.
2: Now, the question should be raised. Did she actually like it or did she have a concussion from either Alan's fists or her head bouncing off the windows of Evan's driving?
1: She looked like a pinball.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the head
1: bouncing around all over the place. You couldn't tell if it was a concussion or just the dementia. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We we don't choose the healthy (laughs) grandmas to fight. We choose the ones we know we can win. Which brings up another point is the the dance-off idea that Zach had. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. for our local gathering. Mm-hmm. Um now they phrased it as awkward dance-offs, which I think is kind of demeaning towards the grandmothers. We I, I mean we made enormous. them dance in their underwear,
2: which tended to be awkward for the playground we were at. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think they found it awkward.
1: That's not our fault. That's not our fault. They, they can't found it that freeing, I think. Yeah.
2: There's nothing Like, the wind hitting your... Nethers. Your nethers. Your your flappy
1: skin. Your Mm.
2: flappy skin. If if it's a woman, boobs hanging down to the waist. There's nothing like that. I think all grandmothers are women.
1: Well... (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I mean, we don't want to assume. (laughs) I don't know... (laughs) Have you all seen any of the uh, local support groups and local citizens that have been kind of reaching out and now they're trying having, to they're having, bring us to justice per se?
2: They're having pickets outside of my house. A bunch of people with signs and whatnot. And the Granny Goblins.
0: <laughs> the Granny Goblins. The Granny <laughs> Goblins. Yeah, that's a that's a group I, that I think it's more of a fetish group. <laughs> that's a group of really young weird men. Yeah. <laughs>
1: very supportive of grandmothers very supportive
0: they were out they were out there on the dance the dance off (laughs) yeah in a completely different aspect I think the granny goblins actually were there probably supporting us they were picketing in our defense
1: Uh, (laughs) boys are constantly sweating I don't say that (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing I know about them constantly sweating but they they were all just hanging out outside your house.
2: Yeah, picketing. They're tossing things through windows. Um, they're using the very big old lady bras as slingshots oh, to wow. send
1: messages. What kind away. of things have they thrown through your window? Prosthetic legs. Uh, the white shoes. The white that- <laughs> <Gremlins. laughs> white velcro shoes. Yeah. So many shape ups. So. <laughs> <laughs> And what do the messages say? Free our elders, and I they think said was one of elders, them. Yeah. They said free our
2: elders, let them die in peace. You know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quit making them dance in the park. <laughs> uh,
1: they they just don't- very
0: factual and pointed things. One of the messages was... Why did you have to give my grandma a new lease on life? She was almost dead. That's the one of the positive reviews that mm-hmm. we got. Yeah. People don't review us on Google. They just
2: send bricks through my window. <laughs> <laughs> to let you know you did a good job. <laughs> that one had five stars. They literally drew five stars on the piece of paper with the brick. She said, thanks. <laughs> Slingshot it through your window. You'll be amazed how dentures can... Be a great way to get, deliver a message. You just stick yeah. that piece of paper between mm, yeah. two of them, <laughs> <laughs> rubber band the dentures together, and sling it through. It's it, it's great, but um, I don't think we're gonna stop. I don't think we're gonna stop helping the elderly I see, out. I see no need to. I think we are martyrs for a cause. We've done nothing but good. Done nothing but good, and I I think people are just jealous, and that's where these articles come from. Yeah, love your grandmothers more,
1: specifically grandmothers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Listen, if if y'all did this, we wouldn't have to. Yeah.
1: Make your grandmothers
2: dance out in the parks with uh, in underwear, and we wouldn't have to do this. Make your
1: grandmothers go on game shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> host game shows for your grandmothers. Force them to do things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really work that brain. And if you didn't know, they love
2: giant rubber ducks and neon. Mm-hmm. I don't see enough of them. Enough rubber ducks and neon gnomes in grand grandmas. I see doilies. Yeah, and then
0: furniture that looks like if you sit on it, it would break.
2: Yeah, or they have plastic on the plastic couch. Plastic all over it. Yeah. yeah I think they do that for the grinding, grinding goblins. <laughs> <laughs> for a quick cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway. There you go. That's, that's a news article about us. I, I We're doing good out there. It's just twisted weird. Don't judge us judge the fake news and whatever media whatever the media is pushing it's an
0: angle for some reason bottom line is don't listen to the media listen to questionable detour yeah,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll hit you, we'll hit you with the correct stuff this is the source of the truth unbiased. and we're going to give you the news that you need to know yeah not the stuff not the clutter the fake news out there that the mainstream media is trying to push down your throat this is where the hard hitting facts come uh, into play unbiased consider us a filter objective
2: we're the, we're, the, we're the light in the dark mm, right
1: now that's the QD guarantee right there so, nothing but the facts so you know
0: up next Tucker Carlson
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man but New York Times you can stuff it that's that's you get out of we're, here we're, a fat one. we're doing we're doing right by the world they're, go ahead and stamp the QD QD guarantee that's on that Alan
1: QD guarantee there you mm, go. There's a there guarantee. Is. We got it. We'd love to see that.
2: But um, there you go. And speaking of doing good for this world, we have a few people in looking for advice. So let's, let's drop some wisdom on these people. How can I
0: help? What can I do? I want to do a nice thing for you.
2: I need help. All right. So for our first listener email, uh, this is from Riley. And he's looking for advice about a friend in poverty. And this is what his email says. My friend is in a living situation where his guardian can't afford to feed him he doesn't want to get CPS involved because he's afraid he'll lose his things such as his laptop and phone I unfortunately don't know enough about this kind of stuff to know if that's true or not I want to help but I have no clue how if this is too serious I'm sorry but just some advice would be appreciated well, all right guys serious serious email from Riley here we 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 liked it we like to Keep it loose and light here. Mm. You know, We it, very fun guys. But we like to get serious too. Life is serious.
0: Yeah, we can't let uh, QDNPR do all the serious topics. That's right. We, that's need right. To, we need to be able to handle that, I think, on our end as well. Well, what a
2: great opportunity for Riley. Um, he has a friend that's in poverty. What do you all think Riley should do to help out his his impoverished friend? I think
0: Riley should go buy food for him break into their house at night and stock their refrigerator. <laughs> Riley, if if you see him your friend hungry, and you're not doing anything about it, well, you're just as bad as the parents. Yep, mm. that's true. If, you, if you're sitting next to him and you hear that that stomach growling and you don't you don't offer him any food, that's on you. Go to the store and buy a lot of food, and then don't let him know it's you. Break into their house at night secretly. Stock their fridge. When he wakes up and sees a full fridge, he's going to think, wow, my family loves me. And not only are you making making sure that he's got food in his belly, you're also keeping a family together. What kind of food should he buy? Like what's a
2: what's a good food? I'm thinking like tofu and like maybe just plant based
1: meats. Some uh, loose granola. Yeah. Some loose granola. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not even in bags. Yeah. <laughs> just on the on the counter. I I feel like anything very loose like
1: that should I don't, mm-hmm. A lot goes listen, a long way.
2: Pe- your friend sounds poor. Yeah. Right? Your friend yeah. sounds poor. He's probably hungry. He doesn't want to have to go through the effort of opening things. Give him
0: loose items
2: mm-hmm. just kind of sprinkled
0: about his pantry. Yeah, just some shredded cheese just kind of sprinkled out across the counter. He'll get it when he needs it.
1: Yeah. And if if they don't eat it, then I'm sure the the rodents that hang around Mm -hmm. probably will. Yeah. 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 Which brings up also the question, if there are rodents in the house and he's hungry he just sounds like a bad hunter yeah yeah and that was actually gonna be my advice well, too okay. is um kind of prep him for the long haul yeah. you could do what alan said go buy him some food that'll last him for now sure the real answer is prepare him for the long road ahead which is hunger for the rest of your life get him a pig um for now it's a little baby pig you know yeah 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 it'll be someone that he can cuddle with comfort him you know keep him company <laughs> and and you and find then- a lot of
2: comfort in pigs
1: yeah, baby ones. Okay. Yeah. okay. And then as it grows, you know, it'll be his best friend because he, he's poor. <laughs> he doesn't have anything else to do. Um, and then once that pig gets to a certain size, that's bacon, baby. It's sl- that would a catchphrase. <laughs> does he have to say that when he, he kills does, the pig, yeah, when he slaughters as, the pig? Yeah, yeah, as the axe goes into its neck, that's, kill, bacon, that's bacon, baby. baby?
0: He says it and he sounds like Frank Sinatra when he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a game
1: show host, but he's crying for like the next week yeah. as he's eating it because he just killed his only friend.
0: So, so. so, your idea is basically give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, you feed him for. Exactly. A f- you still future. gave the man a fish. You just gave him a fish to slaughter later. I gave You
2: didn't
1: yeah. teach him to fish. I gave him a fish <laughs> to learn how to make more fish. And maybe. by
0: fish, we mean a pig.
1: I, <laughs> listen, listen. I
0: think if you're applying
2: that analogy, you should give him a spear, some face paint
1: and tell him to go out into the woods and spear some pigs, not give, give him a pig. Give a man a grown pig. He'll eat today. I'm teach a, a man how to raise a Child pig. He'll have emotional <laughs> he'll damage. Have, <laughs> he'll have a lot more issues, I've got and to he'll ask have food though, later.
0: As you're raising this pig, wouldn't the pig go through the same problems he does about not having enough food? I mean, he'd basically just, be killing a malnourished pig, and what's he going to get off that?
1: <laughs> you're, just, you're just providing another mouth for to feed. <laughs> you could just throw him out back, and he could eat whatever grass or whatever's back there. I don't know what pigs eat, but... <laughs> Whatever's left, I you guess. You also wanted to kill it with an axe.
0: I don't think Evans ever killed a
1: pig yeah. before. <laughs> I haven't. He's not, he's not poor. <laughs> <laughs> he can go I, buy. He's killed a pig. Am I the weird one in this situation? <laughs> he can go buy bacon. <laughs> I yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> but um, I think that Riley. There you go. How you can help your friend? Give him loose foods. Just kind of about his house. Maybe he'll find him in the morning and think there's some kind of poor person. Food, Santa,
0: food fairies come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holding that family together
2: yeah and uh evan advice was don't just give him food help him raise his food so he's emotionally damaged when he has to eventually kill it and eat it but i hope that helps riley write us uh, write us and tell us tell us how rich your friend became how how nourished he became all right evan what's our what's our next needy
1: person all right well we got a little note from paul here he's asking us hey cutie people how do you make friends Basically what my subject said, but I'm in a wheelchair. The height difference is awkward and it seems to spark pity rather than enthusiasm. I'm not sure how to approach people. Short and sweet. Short and sweet.
2: Uh, it's, it's probably as short as him in the wheelchair. Honestly,
0: yeah. really paints a picture, though.
2: Yeah, a deep picture. But hey, listen, you've you've approached the three guys with the most friends. We're not friends with each other, but outside of that, we have so many friends. I, like it's
0: it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, and Evan's in a rolling chair right now, so he's kind of I think <laughs> yeah in a similar situation. I'm There's sure. There's wheels on my chair. Yeah.
1: So
2: Same what thing. do y'all do? How do you help Paul uh, make friends? In, since he's in a, since he's disabled, I think step number one. I yeah. you probably shouldn't use that yeah. for that's for Paul. Best. One rotation number one. <laughs>
1: rotation number one would be uh, be learn to walk. Um, that's kind of <laughs> my advice. Is kind of learn how to stand. Do you have any advice on maybe how he could learn how to stand? Get two poles. Okay. Uh, flagpoles, Very tie patriotic. them to your yeah. Well, th- they don't have American flags on them. Oh, they have Chinese like flags, Iranian, fl- Iranian oh. flags. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, he just found them in his neighborhood. It's, sure. not, it's not weird. He, Iran, really? <laughs>
0: he can't even walk.
2: He wanted to have Iranian flags. <laughs> Make it <you> want, Iran. <laughs>
1: Anyway, he got <laughs> I really, really hammered on you here, Paul. He you gotta phone. learn to walk because <laughs> my vocabulary isn't really set for wheelchair-bound yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, you haven't adjusted. Yeah. So anyway, tie those flagpoles to your ankles tie them to your hips really plant those flagpoles into the ground one at a time and that's a step at a time and then you'll always be standing feels like the flagpoles aren't supporting you very well go ahead and cement those bad boys into the ground they won't topple over uh there's cement holding them in place so then you'll be standing uh with those flagpoles you may not be able to move very far or at all or at all but you'll be standing you'll be standing you won't be in a wheelchair you will be at the same height as normal people that's
0: good advice. I mean, and when you plant that flag, it'll be like one small step for you, one <laughs> small step for Paul, one giant squat for mankind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: but I mean, you solved his issue. He says he the height difference seems to be the main issue that he has making friends. So you got him to stand up, and I think that's I think that's solid advice. Yeah, exactly, salt, salt. <laughs> salt. <laughs> what does he need anymore? <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Alan.
0: What's what's your advice for Paul, wheelchair bound? Friendless Paul. Paul, don't go to them. Make them come to you. Go and cut all the brake lines in your friend's cars. (laughs) Your prospective friend's cars. (laughs) They're not your friends yet, but when they get into a terrible car accident and they are hopefully, for you... Wheelchair bound for life, they're going to be on your level and they're going to be looking for somebody to roll with.
1: So <laughs> well, pop the hood. Somebody that's been there before too. Some experience.
0: They'll need. They'll need to uh, roll in the tracks that you make with your wheelchair. They'll need to. <laughs> they'll need to follow you where you where you go. Following so, your tracks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're getting it right there. Yeah, following your tracks. Pop the hood on those cars. Cut those brake lines. Just start. Just start snipping things inside that <laughs> under that hood. Don't even matter what it is. As long as they crash, don't die, <laughs> and get paralyzed from the waist down. There's a sweet spot there. There, that there you're is a have sweet spot. <laughs> you might lose a
2: few prospective
0: friends. Keep in mind, this has to be. A permanent solution. We don't want a broken leg where they're only in the wheelchair temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a, they're just looking for a temporary friend then. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's good. I mean, I, I think it's good for Paul. Don't be a victim. Make yeah. everybody else a victim. Yeah. Get them on your
0: level. Don't go mm-hmm. to their level. Make them come to you.
1: That's, that's a good point, Alan. Not a lot of people talk about it, but the common trend where wheelchair bound people and able bodied people can't be friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they're they're just in a different class than us. Yeah, yeah.
2: the
0: special ed class, <laughs> special education. <laughs>
2: but that's that's uh, that's good. That's a strong that's strong advice. Yeah. yeah. I, I also, Paul, if you want to get in the level, put monster truck wheels on your on your wheelchair.
0: Get on their level by making your wheelchair taller. Paul, do like I used to do on my bike and put a baseball card yeah. above your wheel. <laughs> Make you sound cool when you yeah, pull up. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll have no choice but to notice you That's as you right. flip right. flat
2: through their, their area. Maybe put a, a bicorn, a little honk bicorn mm. on it. You know, mm. Be noticeable. Put some flames on the side yeah. of that bad boy. And
0: literal flames. Yeah, light your wheelchair on fire. <laughs> put a giant don't tread on me flag on the back <laughs> of your wheelchair yeah. so they know what you're about. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> But uh, Paul, man, that that should get you plenty of friends. That's
2: something I would use immediately mm-hmm. if I yeah. if I were all of a sudden wheelchair bound. I would do every one of these things, man. I, write us back in, Paul. You're able to write back in,
1: right? You're just your legs aren't working. <laughs> like your you type, hands are working, right? I typed this thing, but that could have been speech to text. It could have been speech to text. <laughs> I guess the email could be too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the clear.
2: Very well, it could have just stuck his head on one end of the keyboard and rolled it, and somehow that came out. There you go. There you go, Paul. There you go, Riley. It's drinking from the wellspring of knowledge mm-hmm. that is questionable detour. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that y'all are now
1: blessed. Not as much, Paul, but... <laughs> Paul, you've got room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> just want to real quick say i don't think that we've had any advice that has been you know come back and been bad i think all the advice we've ever given has been solid and truthful advice yeah i don't think i don't
2: think we've ever had a dud
0: that one guy's girlfriend didn't like it
2: yeah it's it's hard to please women
0: Uh, yeah that can't be our fault that can't be our fault (laughs) no it's on her to open up her mind to the possibilities that the man of her house enjoyed it, so I say that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the direction that's going. So
2: There you go. Episode 25, boys. Evan, you want to give us a one-liner wisdom
1: to end it on? <laughs> if you give a fish a man, you'll feed him for a day. If you teach a fish to man, he'll be fed for the rest of his life. Wow. He'll get a job. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get a job. He'll be employed. Make money. Uh, He's just like a man at that point.
0: <laughs> Only uh, more powerful. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Old no fishmen wisdom. That's good. <laughs> All right, Alan.
0: One liner wisdom for the for the folks. Don't go to a banana tree looking for a pineapple.
2: God, that's great. Amen. That's great. That's good for Evan. He's Golly,
1: <laughs> always walking
2: hard. into bushes hoping uh, there's uh, bananas in there. He's fruit blind, is he's what he fruit is. Fruit blind. <laughs> he can't. He can't tell. He doesn't. He can never tell if a gay man's hitting on him. He's fruit yeah, blind. No, you know. He thanks. doesn't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He doesn't apples. know, so he
0: always just assumes. Yeah, he just <laughs>
1: assumes. Right. I'm so low on vitamin C is that what, and vitamin or, D, depending on how you look at it. Is that the, what oranges give you? Is vitamin C? Yes. Yes. A common mistake: apples are not oranges. Uh, if y'all guess. didn't know that. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Not the same
0: family, really. People so. run into that one quite a bit. I, I I hate to see hate to see somebody struggle with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but hey, we're sorry for your your issues.
2: <laughs> I'm working through it. Yeah, we got it. But uh, that's it, boys. You want to be done? Let's go.
1: Let's go. Oh. Oh. Oh.